Is that a fart or the ground cracking? The world of me, never know. <laughs> Welcome to Nerdy Thursday. That was a fart, wasn't it? Yeah, it's starting to stink. It's gross. The world was big and cruel, and cold and gray and sad. But Nerdy Thursday came up and made everybody glad. Because after that they had a whole lot more stuff to do with their minds. And they left the gray old square world behind. Nerdy Thursday, you're the man I hope you Welcome, everybody, to Nerdy Thursday. We're you two hosts, Sean and Mitch, and we're just a couple of guys that like beer, games, and nerd culture in general. My name is Sean, and with me, as always, is Mitch. What's up, dude? Hey, pal. What's going on, man? Not a lot. What's new? Nothing. I almost knew you were going to say that. Nice. Has there been, like, a recent time where you actually answered that question? Yes. When was it? I don't know. <laughs> good Good talk. <laughs> talk. <laughs> Jeez, it is summer in the Berkshires. We got loud mufflers. We got bikes out and about. Windows down. Rap music. Rap music? That was just going on. I don't know how much of that this caught, but (laughs) we'll see. Um, Been up to anything fun? Yeah. What'd you do? Hung out with you yesterday. That was fun. We played cornhole in the dark. Okay, so we have the Nerdy Thursday cornhole boards. Mm-hmm. One of them's white, the other one's black. Mm-hmm. It was impossible to see that blackboard. Like, it was you, me, my championship partner, Drew, and Gus. Playing some cornhole, 10 o'clock at night. And Gus, I don't know how the fuck he did it, but he's just sitting there just lobbing these bean bags at this little two-foot by three-foot board that neither one of us could see. Just sinking him right in the hole. Couldn't even see the fucking board, but somehow he's getting it in the... Like, you guys could see the whiteboard, and y'all weren't even hitting the board. Like, Gus carried your guys' team that last game. Well, we won. Quite handily. uh, (laughs) He was just using the force like Yoda. Oh. He's a little too tall. I don't know. Cool. Well, if you've got nothing too new, and I really don't have anything too new, no, we should boring. jump into what? I don't think we're that boring. But we're going on an adventure soon. That's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Do, do we tell them or no? They can wait. Okay, cool. It's an you adventure get... story. Okay. Yay, we'll have a story at some point. Yep. That'll be fun. All right, well, if we're going to do that, why don't we kick off with what we're drinking today? What do you got over there, dude? Clown shoes. Space cakes, double IBA, 9%, (laughs) with Vermont or Boston, Massachusetts. Man, it really seems like you don't have your heart in this one today. Pretty tired. (laughs) Oh, man. Did you have to get up early today? No, but I did. Oh, that sucks. I thought about going golfing, and then I didn't. Yeah, because we were up pretty late last night. I didn't end up leaving your house till like 12, 15. Didn't get home till like 1. Today was a rough day. Jesus Christ. Because then I'll still up until like 2.30. Get up, get up at 6. Should have put Red Bulls. Yeah. That would have been a good call. Well, guys, you're all the energy I need. And now yeah. I'm done saying the stupidest thing I could have said. Hopefully uh, these voicemails pip us up. Well, yeah, right? Well, how, what do you think about this beer before we move on? Oh, it's pretty good. What would you, uh, what would you give this as a rating? Hold on, let me try it again. We are both... <laughs> We are both drinking the same exact beer, so. <coughs> Went down the wrong pipe. <laughs> I like their mission statement to produce beer without pretension while being free and a little crazy. Uh, yeah. I, I honestly only got this beer because it looks cool because it has a superhero on it. it. Tastes pretty good. I'd give it a four quarter. Four and a quarter. Yeah. For uh, in general, or because as a w- double IPA. In general. In general. Half of that ended up ended up on me. Shit. Good thing I'm not driving anywhere. Uh, yeah, four and a quarter is a pretty good call. It's easy to put back, and as a nine percenter, this would fuck my day up. Yep. Now I know why they only come in a four pack at the store. Cool. I do have some voicemails. One of the perks of missing a week, cause we suck. Uh, Amen to that. <laughs> oh man. Let's see if this pulls up through. Oh, it does. Awesome. 
Hey, Nerdy Thursday. I am legitimately retarded. Yeah, you didn't put it on speakerphone. Uh, no, I still have my Bluetooth headset. Oh, it's even better. Hooked <laughs> up. So it's over there playing somewhere. All right. I get a phone call pulled up. Man, you guys are in for our doozy of a show. Sorry. Hey, Simon. How you doing today? This is your boy, Gabe Van Gilder. Sorry about the missed call. I couldn't hear you. My phone's acting up a little bit lately. I don't know what's going on, but who knows? Try to clean it one day. Next thing I know. Pause. You tried calling him? I was just about to ask you the exact same thing. Did you call Gabe? No. I didn't call Gabe. And not from this number. If I had. Gabe, I'm so sorry. You might want to give that whoever gave you a call a call back because we didn't call you. Did we call him? I don't know. Did we call him on the on episode 69 when we were pre- when Gus was pretty drunk? <laughs> I don't think so. We'll find out, I bet. Oh, okay. I can't hear it that well out of the, out of the phone, so, you know. These things happen, you know. I got a little story to tell you. A little bleeding over from uh, from the 69 episode happened to me today. I wanted to share with you boys. Thought you'd love it. It's about so another dude. Got break. a few supplies. Got some TP, new underwear, you know, the good stuff. And I decided, what the hell, I'll throw in my, I always want my own supply of my own KY gel. So I did it, you know. Went into the cash out and uh lo and behold the damn like damn red card because i was at you know target wouldn't work you know top it off it was at the one i i work at so you know you, this makes it even better you know so you know, i'm out there checking out and uh the damn card won't work in the machine in the checkout machine so you know, the lady comes over, this girl, you know, really pretty cashier, she comes over and she, she redoes the whole thing and she has to scan every single item over again and I'm sitting here like three shades of fucking beet red. <laughs> She's looking at my fucking shit there and uh, I didn't know what to do, but, you know, and I'm, she finally scans it all and processes it all and gets done and... I'm walking out of a Target, you know, a red man, you know. <laughs> you guys have a great day. I hope you enjoyed the story and keep it nerdy. Okay. I got a lot out of that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Gabe, 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 Gabe. Should have paid cash. Yeah. One, should have paid cash. Two... What are you getting the KY jelly for? Yeah. That story's not over. (laughs) (laughs) Right? You're getting toilet paper, underwear, and KY jelly. That is the three things that I heard. I have never gone to Target for those three items ever before in my life. Maybe underwear. I've got an underwear there. The story's not over. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I love... Gabe is basically like the Stephen King of storytelling. Yeah. Like, he gets into the nitty-gritty. We get all of the deets, right? Uh-huh. Very descriptive. His face, three sheets of red. Three shades of red. I don't know. Whatever three was said. Three shades of beet red. Three shades of beets. Uh, I very much so enjoy that. And I got to ask you, what is the most embarrassing thing that you've ever gone up to, like, I don't like using personal checkout, so I got to ask you, like, going to an actual checkout person, what's the most embarrassed you've ever been to go there? Personally, like, the only thing that's ever embarrassed me, I still don't like buying condoms. Nobody likes buying condoms. I don't know why, man. It's like, at this point, it's just like, yeah, I'm getting condoms. What's up? You know, it's like, I used to go down to Jake's, right? And, like, Landry would be like, ooh, someone's getting lucky. I'm like, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> See, that'd, be make, that'd make it more fun. No, not for me, so man. I, I always find the little ladies if I'm buying condoms. Okay, Walmart. That's even worse, man. That's even worse. I hate it. Spot them out. Man. Like, at this point, I should just buy one of those huge industrial size ones. From Amazon? So off of Amazon. Exactly. Anonymous. Yep. Because it's just like, you saw my hallway, how many Amazon boxes I have. No one would think any different. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Is there anything more embarrassing to you? Like, nope. yeah. Me neither, man. Like, I wouldn't even be embarrassed going in, like, picking up 
like say if I was in a relationship and I had to go get like tampons, uh, tampons or like underwear for her or something. Like even if it was just me, I wouldn't be sitting there being like, they probably think I'm gonna go home and put these on. I'm my own sister. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. Damn, Gabe. Come on, man. Come on. You got anything to add to that while I try to figure this out? No. Wow. This is, make, we'll this is making sit, for a great show. We'll just sit in silence while you fix that. <laughs> this is going to be a fun show to put together. <laughs> You're going to love it. I'm going to do literally nothing to it. All right. I got another call. Pulled up. Ready to go. This one, real quick looking. This one's, this one's coming in from Brooks, which you guys may know from Experience Grind. Uh, he's also called us before. He's the wrestler. Uh-huh. Kind of awesome. Oh. Yeah, here we go. Hey, Nerdy Thursday guys. This is Brooks. I'm just on my way home from a uh, another wrestling match. Uh, let me tell you, my nipples hurt because I got chopped. And uh, garage doors at firehouses tend to suck when you clothesline yourself with one. I don't recommend it. God damn. Anyway, uh, I just wanted to uh, compliment you guys on keeping me awake this glorious night with the episode 69. Uh, I already told Sean about this uh, via Facebook Messenger, but I'll tell you guys, uh, especially you, Mitch. Um, Sorry, I missed you when you came down to Bloomington, but maybe next time, eh? Anyway... Uh, so- God willing, next year at the Arcade Expo. I know Brooks wants to go. It's going to be a full crowd. So, I'm listening to episode 69. I knew what I was getting into. And uh, I'm at a stoplight on my way home. <laughs> and a car's up next to me. I didn't think about it, but I had my windows down. <laughs> and the question comes up, Gus, have you ever been pegged? Needless to say that I got a very concerned look from the car next to me. And I just kind of smiled and waved on because I'm hurt, tired, and don't give a shit. But I figured you guys could probably get a good chuckle out of that. Anyway, uh, I'm driving, so better keep it short here. So you guys have a great one. Keep it nerdy. Later. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, I completely forgot that that was even a question that came up on that show. <laughs> and he actually, didn't he say, yes, I've been pegged? I'm pretty sure he yeah, did. I and we were like, what the he fuck? Uh, he did send me a picture that I want to show you in reference to what he was talking about. I, I kind of don't want to see that. Dude, look at this five, look at this fucking five finger star. That's awesome. The, uh, motherfucker got chopped <laughs> real proper. Real proper. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, anyone who can't see, it is Brooks without a shirt on with a big-ass handprint on his chest. And it looks like it took place literally hours after this event happened. Like, that motherfucker probably woke up with this handprint on his fucking chest. Heck yeah. Brooks, you fucking rock. I'm a little disappointed that I didn't get to hear about you going and getting KY Jelly or anything. It looks like Mitch has something to play, so I'm going to turn up his volume. Hey, Nerdy Thursday, Stephen Michael from Facebook, your number one undisputed fan. Calling today, just wanted to go over the episode 69. That was the best episode that you guys have produced. It was incredible. Loved it. Beginning to end. Does it bother you at all that we only get these calls in regards to episodes that Gus has been on? Nope. Not at all? Nope. Kind of bothers me. (laughs) (laughs) I think I referenced last night, he's got to be like our unofficial mascot. Yeah. Like, we need an outfit made that looks like Gus. Okay. Like, I want to wear his skin. That's gross. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I already made the one uh, Silence of the Lamb reference. Mm -hmm. I had to make two. And and I knew that Chuck was there. And back to you, Stephen Michael. The opening was fantastic. I might actually like that better than the actual Convention of Merry Thursday song. Logo Master Brian killed it with that. Uh, yeah, I don't really have anything to add 
other than just major kudos to you guys. Excellent. Can't wait for the next uh, see you next Tuesday, though. Hold my breath for that. See you guys. Keep it nerdy. Hmm. Well, this must have come in like two weeks ago because if you're a loyal listener, you know that we released the final two episodes of See You Next Tuesday last week instead of a real episode. Uh-huh. Uh, so there you go. Stop holding your breath because I haven't even started season two of South Park yet, but I'm looking forward to that. <coughs> yeah. Bless you. Shit. I'm look. <coughs> I got to find out who Cartman's dad is. Like, I'm still stressing about that because, goddamn, that was such a good episode. And then it leaves you on this really shitty cliffhanger. Uh-huh. Uh, also, he likes the theme, he likes the song that we did for 69 better. It's all about me. Brian made me sound like I just wanted dudes' dongs. Uh, yeah. The entire song. This is what you want? You wanted to get him off. <laughs> I'm going to get you off. Get you. I'm going to stop talking. Because literally the last minute's worth of me talking is a gold mine for Brian in the future. Mm-hmm. And I know right now, like right now, Brian, I know you just pulled out a pad and a pen and you're jotting down the time stamp right no. now. No, no. his phone. Oh, okay. He pulled out his phone. <laughs> I know what you're doing and I don't appreciate it. <laughs> it's, just, it's labeled Sean's Gay Notes. And- <laughs> Like, the fact that when he sent that to me, right, and I was like, I listened to it. I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me, right? And he was like, he made it sound like I was getting, like, I was eating a dude's ass. Uh And that one, I was like, how the fuck did he do this, right? And I'm like, how many episodes did you have to go through? And he's like, two. I got the all of two. I got all of these sound clips from the last two shows. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I remember the episode where I'm like, you ever, you know, when you see someone from behind and you're like, they look pretty good. Turns out it's a dude. I'm like, I know what tra- I know what episode that was from. <sighs> Man, god damn, guys! If you want to give us a call, you can always give us a call at four one three. 418-418-0076. Thank you so much. Uh, it, okay. So, actually, I want to bring something up real quick. I didn't even tell you about this before, but, okay. it, like, I'm looking at it right now, and I had tried to see if anybody wanted it. Like, I was going to sell it because I found it for retail. Um, I want. I have a Super Nintendo Classic. Oh, yeah. Sitting right there, unopened, in the box, that I want to, I would love to do a giveaway on. Um, maybe next episode. Uh-huh. Which, are we, are we going to commit to Tremors? We can. Okay, we're going to commit to Tremors <laughs> for next week. So we're going to talk about Tremors, and we're, uh, I want to do a giveaway for the Super Nintendo Classic. So if you don't follow us right now on Facebook, go over to facebook.com slash nerdy Thursday. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Make sure we pop up when we're, whenever we're sending stuff out because I, uh, I will let you guys know what we're going to do in order to do uh, this giveaway for the Super Nintendo Classic. It's probably going to revolve around phone calls and make sure you like our page. I'm saying Very easy. It's got to be a call-in thing. Yeah. I mean, make sure you like our page, though, because it's like we want to get... We want to get more likes. We want to get more people seeing our stuff. We want to get more people calling. And this is a Super Nintendo Classic that just goes to whoever ends up winning it. It's going to be a random selection, probably, uh, when it comes to like phone calls and shit like that. I haven't even planned it out. I literally just looked at it, and this came to my mind. Because, apparently, <laughs> I've had like four deals fall through on this thing. Nice. People are super sketch when it comes to like actually wanting something. But Trevor says next week... Indian in the cupboard is today. I feel kind of awkward saying that phrase. Is it is it okay to say the Indian Indian in the cupboard today, in today's day and age, or is it the Native American in the in the pantry door, cupboard, cat chest cabinet? Wow. <laughs> I really just needed to change Indian to Native American. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Hundred <laughs> percent. The indigenous people and the cabinet. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, Like, okay. So I'm just going to jump the gun right here and right now and say, like, I didn't feel weird at all. Like, 
seeing the Indian in the cupboard and them saying Indian all the time. Because, like, coming from our childhood, like, this movie came out when we were kids. This came out in, like, 95. Uh-huh. And, you know, you learned about the American Indians and stuff like that. So it never felt weird watching this. I could see playing I, cowboys and Indians. Yeah, cowboys and Indians, everything like that. I could see why this movie for someone maybe that was born in two thousand one, like sixteen, seventeen, eight year old, eighteen year old, or someone who would actually watch this, like a fourteen year old right now. Mm-hmm. If they watch this, they'd be like, eh, "That's a little racist. <laughs> yeah. eh, that's a little insensitive." But nothing about this ever made me really feel that uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to clear the air on that one because I'm sure people were gonna be like, "Oh my god." SJWs. My uh, this whole movie made me uncomfortable. Probably not for the same reason. Well, no. no. <laughs> it made me feel really uncomfortable this movie too. In general, dude, you told me last week. Hey, we're covering Indian in the Cupboard. I'm like, okay, I love that movie. I saw that movie like 15 times when I was little. Newsflash: Sean saw a movie. Surprisingly, I've seen more movies than people know. <laughs> when I see it, say I've seen like fifty movies in my life, drastic exaggeration. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So this was actually one of those movies that I watched every time when we went up to Maine. I think we talked about that before. Uh-huh. We had a cabin up on Long Lake, and we had like all of these like kids movies on VHS. I watched that movie every time we went up there. Between that, like Peach Dragon and Never Ending Story, shit like that. This was always on my list for the cabin trip. Uh, so I've seen this movie a shitload and boy, I really anticipated this holding up way more than it did. No, it's trash. It is real bad. Hmm. Real bad. Is there any redeeming parts about this movie? Uh, I actually thought the little to big CGI was pretty good. That was really good for the time. In my mind's eye, it looked way better until I saw it again. I'm like, Ooh, okay. This is a little sketch, but they did a really good job. You know, you can definitely tell. You can see the juxt- the juxtaposition of like one image over the other. Yeah. It's not smooth at all by today's standards. But given the fact that this was ba- made back in like 1995 by, excuse me, it doesn't look like a very big studio. Did a pretty fine job. Yeah. Plus, Lightfoot won an actor. I got an act an award. So. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool for this. Yeah. No shit. That's pretty cool. I did not look into that kind of stuff at all. You should have. Uh, I didn't. Because Omri has not been in a movie since this until last year. Uh, I, He's been in a movie since? Okay. One of my notes was, uh, brilliant casting, this kid looks like a fucking dork. Yeah. Yeah. He's a dork. Yeah. It was amazing casting. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, that's What was he in last year? I don't remember the name of it. <laughs> so nothing good? <laughs> so this kid looks like... And one of his brothers was in Mad Men. Oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Actually, like, looking at his brothers, it looks like they could have grown to be successful actors. Like, they're, you know, fine-looking kids. It's like you got them, and then you got Omri, who just looks like that kid that you wanted to kind of beat up in school. Yeah. Like, Yeah. <laughs> uh, another another good part about the movie I really liked uh, the, somehow they got licenses to a bunch of stuff they got licenses to like Star Wars and Robocop and Jurassic Park to, uh, I guess that's all basically Lucas and Spielberg and Spielberg and oh my god the director of this movie uh-huh. plays Yoda so yeah that's oh Frank Oz I knew I recognized that I did that up today <laughs> Dude, when the movie started and Frank Oz popped up, I'm like, I know that name from somewhere. Yeah, all the Muppets. <laughs> okay, well, I guess that makes sense. Uh, and now I feel like an idiot for saying, you've been sitting on that for the last, like, two hours, haven't you? You son of a bitch. Because I remember saying that either last night or earlier today. Yeah, how much, you, we, we, like, uh, how much it cost yeah. to get all that those rights. Yeah, because, yeah. like, in this movie, Oops. and I'm sure we'll get to it. Like, there's Darth Vader, a T-Rex, clearly Jurassic f- from Jurassic Park, RoboCop, and a couple of other fucking... Star Trek stuff. Star Trek, yeah. G.I. Joe. Uh, kind of nonsense shit uh, that he brings to life. And I thought that was really cool. It really made me feel like th- they put the little extra effort into the movie instead of kind of just keeping it with no-name kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Like, I thought it was 
Fucking weird. Okay. Remember back when you were seven years old, 1995, like seven years old, eight years old, the toys you had. They, they weren't these fucking hand-carved, hand-painted toys that these kids seem to be just giving each other as gifts. I think they were stealing them from... From the school. The school model. From the fucking Indian model. Yeah. God damn. Like, that shit was crazy. I'm sitting there looking at this. I'm like, like, there's no way you get in... You don't go to a store and buy an action figure like that. You're going to an antique shop, getting some that some somebody's grandma made, died, and this store got in an estate sale. Yeah. So, I thought, like, being able to lend a little bit of realism towards the toys and stuff... Let it a lot of credence to the movie. Nice. And that's about where all the good stuff I have to say about this movie ends. Oh, Sweet. except for who does girls, girls? Is that Molly Crew? Yeah. That video in this movie was pretty entertaining. It's a pretty good video. Yeah. I remember watching that as a kid and feeling kind of like, you know, Ooh, it, that, that scene. Me. Yeah, that scene came on and I would like look around and be like, I hope my mom doesn't come in here, right? Because it's just half-naked chicks dancing on poles. Yep. <laughs> so I also appreciated that. Uh, you want to start tearing apart this movie? Sure. Hell yeah. Where do you want to start? How much of a psychopath Omri is? I was just going to start with his name. It's a real stupid fucking name. Yeah, you want to say your racist thing? Yep. Go ahead. I immediately regret saying yep. <laughs> 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 so I thought of this earlier when we were just chatting uh, before we started recording that Omri, this little white boy, uh-huh. and his friend Patrick, Who this is? little Indian boy. Uh-huh. Oh, you're confusing me. I honestly and truly think their names probably would have made sense if they just switched their names. Well. And now I feel slightly racist, but... Like, I feel, I don't remember Omri's brother's names, but I feel like they were normal. Like Andy? Yeah. Because that was one of them. Yeah. How do you go from Andy to Omri? Like, his parents wanted people to hate him. And they did a good job. They did an amazing job. Patrick's his only friend, except for this little Native American man that he brings to life. I also thought it was weird as fuck that this movie took place in New York City. Me too, especially because the book's based in England. I didn't know the book was based in England, but it was a really poor... Like, this would have made more sense in, in like, the countryside, you know? I don't know. I just thought every time it showed them leaving the house... Yeah. And there's so much about this movie that I hate. Every time they left the house, it was just like, oh, okay, I forget. There's like, the Twin the, Towers. This looks... <laughs> the Twin Towers was weird to see. But it was also, while they were running through the house, it felt... It looked like a real house... Uh-huh. Like a full house. Then they leave and it's like, oh, this is just a tiny apartment in New York City. <laughs> like, something didn't line up there, you know? Good call. And if we're talking about, like, home life and family life, what's his name? Richard Jenkins, the dad from Stepfather, or Stepbrothers, who is also the father in this movie. You just chilling at home, doing nothing to provide for this New York City apartment. He's put in a skylight. <laughs> like, there is so much about this that didn't make sense. That you would never think of when you were a kid, and then you watch this, like, and you're like, how the fuck are you affording this? How are you putting in this skylight, and how is your landlord allowing this to happen? <laughs> it raises the value. It raises the value, but he's only, he's not even putting the skylight in a high value area. He's putting it in his fucking, his teenage boy's room. Uh-huh. Instead of, I don't know, I don't know what's upstairs, perhaps put it in the master bedroom? Uh, Dumbass? Maybe. <laughs> like, come on. Okay, so going back to Omri and his stupid fucking name, this kid has a complete disregard for everything. Yeah. Like, he doesn't care, he doesn't listen to his parents, he just blatantly steals from his brothers. Well, I don't know if you noticed, because you had said something about the, the socio, sociopath psycho stuff he does and you didn't even mention that in the first four seconds in the movie after it switches from the toys to like the actual people walking around he tries to push his mother down steps I don't even remember that what is he running down the hallway and like pushes her out of the way no he like she runs can... out of school and just right into her back oh my god yeah <laughs> this kid has a complete absolute disregard for anything Talking about the parents, you know how many times I sat there watching this movie, right? And Omri's sitting in his room, 
talking to Littlefoot, and all you hear little is Little Bear. Uh, little Bear. I'm gonna say Littlefoot. The Played by time. Lightfoot. That's what's fucking me up because I knew it was Lightfoot because that's as far as I got because I was trying to figure out who uh, Richard Jenkins was. Mm-hmm. I was trying to figure it. Whatever. Doesn't matter. So the amount of times that I sat there while he was in his room talking to Littlefoot, right? And you hear in the background his dad go, Little Bear. Was it, did I say Littlefoot again? <laughs> uh, he will from now on be known as Littlefoot. Uh, and you hear his dad yelling in the background, Henri, let's go! For like seven minutes straight. And I'm sitting there like, they would have, my parents would have beaten my ass if I took this long and just blatantly ignored them. Not even coming, be a second, no response, just straight ignoring them. Oh yeah. You know? So that was kind of insane. Um, the only thing he ever even cared about in this show, movie, uh-huh. was Little Bear. Yep. And that's kind of questionable. Because the only care he has for him is all selfishly based. Because he's literally... He doesn't care about Little Bear. He cares about Little Bear liking him so he won't want to go back. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, he's a manipulative kid who's trying to manipulate something's feelings so he doesn't want to leave. Like, what's that? What is that? Um, Stockholm Syndrome? Stockholm Syndrome. Like, he's trying to Stockholm Syndrome this poor little Indian. Nice. Fucking crazy, man. So, getting into, like, what actually makes this movie happen is it's a fucking... He gets... It's, it starts on his birthday. His friend Patrick gives him a little Indian, right? Then his brothers give him this little... It, they call it a cupboard. But in my mind, a cupboard's like the cabinets above my... Above my... Above my... Whatever. My counters or whatever. This is literally just this little... Imagine, like, a jewelry chest, right? But instead of drawers that pull out, it opens up. And so he gets one of those. It has no keys. But conveniently, his mom's been collecting keys since she was a little girl. Just the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought that was a great way to fill in that little hole, right? Uh, they find a key within two keys. And Perfect. and amazingly, it was a key that her mother gave him her when she was a little girl. Cool. So weird. So That's weird. magic. It's super magic. So, Henri goes, but what do I put in here? Whatever shall I do? God, I hate that kid. Man, for real. Like, this kid's helpless. Straight up helpless. So his mom's like, put the Indian in that Patrick put in there. So he does. Halfway through the night, motherfucker comes to life. Kid finds it in the morning. Gets stabbed in the finger by a little bear's knife. Because, surprise, Motherfucker was walking his nephew through a woods to try to help him be a man. And next thing you know, he's confronted by a motherfucking giant. I'll be scared too and stab him in the finger. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, what's his armory do? Somehow games his trust by being a boy. It's okay. I'm just a boy. Hey. Man, I have a lot of hate for this movie. I'm sorry if it's coming off You're... of sounding aggressive. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Why don't you take over for a minute and I'll... Take a couple sips. Why? You're doing so good. At being a hater. Because I, I want everybody who thinks they like this movie to listen to you. It's hilarious. Keep going. Just keep going for a minute. Uh, you said something that triggered something, then I forgot what it was going to be. Uh, it was with the cupboard, the Indian, came to life, stabbed him in the finger. Oh, the Indian in the cupboard? Mm, yeah, one of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, we're talking about a movie. Hmm. <laughs> 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 There's a motorcycle outside. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I had a thought, then you threw me under the bus like this. Uh... <laughs> so he gains his trust, uh, startles him because he's a giant. Sleeping. Nope. No clue. No idea what it is. Alright, I'm back into hating this movie mode. I feel, feel like I'm in a real chaos mood right now. All right. So um, he finds out that the cupboard can bring him back to life. His dad comes in, locks the cupboard real quick, and he looks, uh, locks the cupboard, goes to school. Comes home. He's not, a, he's not alive anymore because he locked the cupboard, which turns off the whole life thing. 
Which actually, there's a little hole here. What I didn't get is, why didn't he just ask him if, when he put him back into his real life, where he ended up? Because this was a big question at the end of the movie. Where do you think you're going to go? Well, I mean, you already brought, got brought back and then got put back to sleep. I mean, where did you end up? Good point. So that's a little hole that I never realized until, we tar- until right now. But he gets home. He's super excited all day throughout school. Gets home. He's not alive. Something happens where he uh, locks it through the night. He wakes up the next morning and he's alive again. Super excited. Well, he's at school. He should have checked one of his watches to know whether or not he was there. Okay, Ari's a fucking psycho. <laughs> first thing I noticed, the very first thing I noticed about Omri, motherfucker's wearing two watches on his wrist. Was that a thing in the 90s? Uh, God damn. I just never wear a watch, so I couldn't tell you. Like, I just recently, like, three years ago, started wearing a watch. And I didn't know many kids when I was little who wore watches. Like, it wasn't a thing to do. Yeah. But anybody who's maybe a little bit older, because I guess I was about the same age as Omri was when the movie came out. It's never really explicit. He's nine. I, he's it's nine. his birthday. What do you mean it's not explicit? Ha! <laughs> I'm retarded. <laughs> Dude, I literally sat there the whole movie being like, how old is this kid? And I literally just started this off with, so it starts on his birthday. Yeah. I'm a complete idiot. His birthday is the second scene so in the movie. Nine, fifteen. So I was eight. So I was a little bit younger. I didn't know anybody who really wore watches. My sister wore a watch, but she was ten when the movie came out. Okay. I don't know. I, I guess it doesn't really matter, but it bothered me the whole movie. Like I had to keep checking his arm. I didn't know if it was a bracelet and he was wearing two bracelets and a watch. <laughs> and I had to keep checking until I realized he's really wearing two watches. Then I started thinking, like, I never really paused it or anything, but every time it appeared on screen, I tried to see if it was set to different time zones. Like, if the kid's such a doofus, is such a dork, that literally he has it set to New York time, Eastern Standard Time, uh-huh. and, like, one to Tokyo or something. Because okay. it seems like something that this kid would do. I thought one was analog and one was no, digital. They, they were both analog. So that way, you know, he could not really read the time, but have both to try to learn. But it was not that. <laughs> they should do that over in England. Did you see that they're taking removing all analog clocks from school because nobody knows how to re- no kids know how to read them? Mm-hmm. That's so upsetting. <laughs> I don't know why it triggers me so much, but man, people are just getting dumber and dumber, man. Like yeah. it's not even that hard to read, like at all. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, he wakes up. Little Bear is alive again, and he's like, "What the fuck?" That's I think when he realizes. This shit's magic, right? <laughs> and so this time he opens it up. Little Bear's not that scared. And with his super calm, annoying voice, it's okay. Come here. Get on my hand. Somehow. Like yours. Huh? Nothing. Oh, super gay femme. <laughs> thanks. I don't remember exactly what was said, but thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, gets him out. <laughs> Gives him a fucking teepee, and he's like, what's this? He's like, it's a teepee. You sleep in here. And he's like, no, no. You it know, was, a teepee. It, it, was, it was plastic. So he realizes, I can probably put the teepee in here. Makes it real. Gives him a teepee. This sets off this whole super power-hungry, fucked-up nature of Omri that, like, I watch this, and I'm like, this kid's got... This kid's going to have problems. <laughs> right? So he realizes right away that he can turn a TP into something real. So, okay. He's got to start getting tools for this guy. Grabs a, a dude in a suit of armor. Turns to life. Steals his axe. Turns him back to plastic. Gives him the axe. Goes to school the next day. Goes to the Indian display that we referenced earlier. And gets this, this guy figure that's holding a bow and arrow. Brings him back. You know what happens, Mitch? Do you know what happens? He kills him. He kills him! He gives the guy a heart attack. Literally murders this old man, brings him to life. He got the bow and arrow, though. Yeah, apparently that's all that mattered. And you know what? Shame on you, little bear. Shame on you. Have you ever played D&D? Not very well, but yes, I usually try to throw things off the tracks, as you very well know. It's basically what all the characters in D&D games do. What's that? Kill who they need to kill and get what they need to get. Okay, but this is a giant 
killing a much smaller man that he doesn't have to kill. Like, wouldn't it have made more sense if, like, he had Littlefoot there by the door of this cabinet to, like, calm this motherfucker down? Maybe? Be like, hey, it's cool. Can I have your bow? Maybe? Possibly? Eh. Yeah. Whatever. So then Omri feels super bad. Little Bear goes off on the motherfucker. Like, you shall not... I actually had a quote typed on, but he's like... You shall not use your power if you can't handle the consequences or something nonsense like that, right? Yep. And then the little bear just continues to use the bear, bow and arrow anyways. And Omri cowards out and turns the dude back into a, a toy and wraps him up instead of wrapping up a little a, a little tiny human uh-huh. and burying him. I don't know. That bothered me. Big time. As much as the deer? Okay. And then... (laughs) And then I go... But wait, there's more. So Omri keeps going out into this yard that I don't know how they have in the middle of New York City, right? Uh Goes out into the yard to let Little Bear... Little little Bear play. Almost gets him killed and play. (laughs) To explore, get some fresh air. Don't play. (laughs) Be back by sundown. (laughs) And fucking uh, almost gets the dude killed by a bear, by a bird. Right? Yep. Literally, you should probably be paying attention. Steals a bunch of shit from his dad's, dad's garage, which again, I don't know how you have one of these in a New York City apartment. Later lies about stealing his shit, saying he... I buried them. I don't know why. I just buried them. And instead of offering to go and dig up the shit, he's like, I'll go buy you new stuff. And his dad's like, okay, here's some money. And then he get mu- gets mugged. And then he gets his ass kicked by a bunch of kids. You don't deserve that. It's one kid. That, that one asshole kid. <laughs> you don't deserve that hair. Mother fuck it. Yeah, because he had a mohawk. Ever. God damn it, man. This kid just triggers me so hardcore. So later in the movie... He brings a deer to life, one of his toy deers, for Little Bear to just go out and murder. Yeah. Okay, so here's a question for you. Once Little Bear is done skinning, gutting, fucking this bear up, right, or this deer up, right, if Omri put the skeleton into the cupboard, closed it, and opened it, would it just be a, a toy deer skeleton? Probably. Man. God, I hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. So, of course, throughout the whole course of this, Omri's going to school. And he's got this project that he's working for in school where he's got to write the story. And every time he comes into class, he's got to share a part of the story. Every doing, Everybody's doing stuff, like, fact-oriented. Yep. No. Omri's sitting there telling the story of bringing this Indian to life in this magic cupboard. And you're sitting there like, I'm sitting there like, all right, everybody's actually putting thought into this. Omri's just making bullshit up. Right. Somehow the teacher loves it. Wants to ask more about the Iroquois and what what have you. And uh, this better not be fucking up. I'm looking at you, sound or audacity. And uh, of course, his friend starts. His friend Patrick hears about it. He's like, "Wait, is there something going on?" One thing leads to another, and Patrick goes, "Here's a cowboy. Here's a toy cowboy." You know, I thought that your friend could, uh, or your Indian could play with him. You could have some fun, right? And so it turns out that Patrick ends up going to his house. Omri fucking is an idiot and is like, watch this. Turns shit to life. And then leaves his friend in his room and is like, don't bring anything to life. I got to go talk to my parents. Okay, you're nine years old, kid. <laughs> really? Mitch, okay, we're nine years old. You yeah, come over and like, look yeah. at my cupboard. Look at this magic cupboard. Uh-huh. Now I'm going to leave for 15 minutes. Don't play with it. What? I'd put, I'd put everything in there. You Exactly. Omri, earlier in the movie, when he discovers, discovers it, it's real, puts Darth Vader in it, a T-Rex. Like, you all of this shit again? you shouldn't bring to life yeah. brings to life. Opens just, it. I would just grab all your army men and put it. The green on the bottom and the tan on the top. <laughs> and then swipe them all into a, like a box and throw them on each side of the... Dude, put it into like a laundry basket, see what fucking shit happens. Oh, put them on either side of the room and then dump them out. So then they'd see each other and be like, that oh shit. be amazing. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. 
It, this is actually making me happy. Is there any other toys that you would think to bring to life? I was waiting for that for later. Okay. Let's get to that later. Man, because that makes me think. Like, you could do Hot Wheels, like, live-action Disney Pixar cars. You know, bring that... Sh- Excuse me. This beer is giving me heartburn. It's good. Still 4.25, but it's giving me fucking heartburn. <laughs> so, anyways, Patrick brings this cowboy to life who immediately almost dies. Let's talk about how he just busts out of the cabinet, though. The, yeah. The cupboard. That's, that doesn't make any sense. Okay, right? How did nothing else bust open the, the front of that cupboard? That is one rambunctious horse had to have been kicking around because he comes galloping off, almost launches off of this kid's dresser, launches what Boone? Yeah. Boone was the Indian's name or the cowboy's name, launches him 300 millimeters, inches. I don't even know. Not inches, because nice. that would be huge. But for us, it would have been like 300 feet. Yeah. To his probable doom. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And Omri probably would have been, if this was real life, Omri would have been an accessory to that murder because uh, he caught him in his hand. He should have just let him hit the ground. Yeah. Because you remember that scene in Austin Powers where he's like, I've fallen down the hill. My leg's badly broken. Let me see if I can stand on it. Oh, no, it's broken. Uh-huh. Like, I imagine that's what would have happened. To gotcha. Yeah. That hilarious. I, I just watched that movie recently. It's really good. It's much better than this movie. We nice. should talk about that at some point. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Indian comes to life, and, or Cowboy comes to life, and immediately... Wants to fight the Indian? Okay, Injun. That's like a super racist term for it, right? Injun? Yeah. Or is that an actual term? No. No, that's a bad term, right? It's not a bad term. It's just... It's kind of like derogatory? Yeah. Okay, so they threw that word around like with ease throughout this entire movie, which is kind of weird. What does he expect? He's a World War II medic. Uh, oh, yeah. They brought him back to life to... Okay, this kid goes in and steals from his brother. Ugh. Man, I hate this kid. I, I really hate this kid. Like, going back to this kid just being a, a rude, crazy sociopath. Yeah. Goes in, steals toys from his brothers without a care. Doesn't even tell him. Goes, steals the ham- or the rat ball uh-huh. without even telling him. I don't even remember why he stole that. Me neither. But he stole that for no reason. I'm pretty. He stole the ball and just hit it in a hamper. For no reason. <laughs> like now that I think about it, there was not a reason for that ham- that rat ball <laughs> at all. He just took the rat ball. That's yeah. it. Hit it in a ham- in the hamper. Literally just for a plot point later where he's like, "Where's the where's the cupboard?" And he's like, "Where's my rat ball?" And he goes finds it. He's like, "It's in the it's in the fucking crawl space." Like, what? How was I so dumb as a kid? <laughs> I don't know. So anyways, brings the cowboy to life, automatically has a hatred towards this Indian, and he's like, let me get that engine. Oh, man, you got engines in here? Blah, 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 blah. I'm sitting here automatically kind of feeling un- kind of uncomfortable. Like, uh, like I'm cool with you calling him an Indian, but engine's kind of, kind of rude. It's, it's kind of pushing it, man. Uh, so th- that was happening. And then somehow, within a day, they're friends. Because guess what? Patrick wants the Indian... Okay, you ready for this? Well, they're this, little. this is where it gets super racist. They're little, so the time, you know, is longer for them. <laughs> I'm not sure that's how it works. <laughs> but of course, Patrick gives the cowboy to Omri. And then, as soon as he comes to life, he's a little Indian giver and wants it back. Uh-huh. Yeah. See what I did there? Yeah. I was real proud of that earlier when I thought of that. <laughs> so he's like, bring him to school tomorrow. And of course, the Indian's getting super offended that the white man can go to school, but he can't. It's just, it's just fact. It's like this This movie was all over the place. And of course, they stuff, he stuffs both of them. Real smart idea. Fighting the night before. Let me stuff both of these guys in my fanny pack and bring them together. Yeah. This is 1995. If that kid doesn't have seven fanny packs, like, my name's not Sean. They're bonding. You know, that's true. He did say that they're going to bond. Uh, which they did, because apparently Boone's a big crybaby. Cries over the fact that Little Bear lost his wife. 
and they become friends. I don't know why he even brought them to school the next day, because he ends up sleeping over his house. So it didn't matter anyways. Get to the Motley Crue thing, which Boone's like, let me see that remote majiggy thing over there. Turns it to this Cowboys and Indians show, mm-hmm. which he gets way too into having just become friends with an Indian. Yeah. Like, way too into. Like, shooting off its gun, like, pop, 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 you know? And, of course, Little Bear's like, what the fuck's going on? Like, never seen a TV before. And he's, like, sitting here. He sees an Indian pop up, and he pulls out his bow and arrow. Actually, scratch that. Pulls out the old man's bow and arrow that they murdered mercilessly earlier in the movie. Okay. And starts aiming it at the TV. Here's Boone shoot. Turns on, shoots him in the chest. Served it. He did deserve it. Like, that was one ignorant white man. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Like, he really deserved that. One thing leads to another. They go back, re-steal the, the medic from the brothers. Somehow a rat gets involved in this movie. I don't know. They end up deciding to fucking send them back. I feel like I skipped a bunch, but I didn't. Okay. Because they bring him back, heal him. Boone's fine. They try to get... He tries to give him a wife. He's like, no, don't bring her. He, she's got a life. And then he's like, I should probably get back to my life. And Boone's like, I don't even want to be here. It's like this whole time, like, once they said that, I'm like, man, this whole movie, they didn't even want to be here. No, they were just in prison. Yeah, they were literally in prison the entire movie. Yeah. Man, this kid's a piece of shit. Yeah. Man. Like, it wouldn't have been bad if... Like, they just brought him to life, and they were just like, whoa, what is this? Why am I alive? No, they have these other stories and these other lives, and Mm -hmm. they don't know what's going on in these other lives, and they've been here for, like, four days. Like, dude's nephew, is he just alone in the woods right now, walking around? I don't know. (laughs) I don't remember what Boone was doing, but I'm sure his wife and his kids fucking need him. Man... <laughs> if this is if this is clear or not. Good, I'm glad I picked this one to ruin it for you. <laughs> Thanks, man. It's much like uh, Rampage. Remember when I liked that game? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Uh huh. Tricked you again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be real pissed if by next week I hate Tremors. You probably will. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. I love that movie. No, I remember saying that about Indian in the cupboard about six days ago, though. Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. Yep. Are we done talking about this movie? Yes, yeah, sucks. Okay. So what it, toys would you bring actually, to life, Sean? Actually, you know what? The worst part of this movie is it ends with him in school doing the end of his stupid report. It's like, and now I don't know where he is, and I never have to worry about what he's doing, and that's okay. And then it goes off to some other kid finishing his project, and it zooms in on his big stupid fucking face mm-hmm. and his big stupid fucking smile mm-hmm. and goes to credits. Mm-hmm. I hate him. I hate that kid. Whatever movie he was in last year, yeah. fuck it. Nice. I'm glad he wasn't in a movie for 20-something years. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so what toys would you bring to life? I would bring to life... Man, I had... Uh, I had Aliens toys yeah. when I was younger, so I had... Sounds uh, scary. You remember Aliens, the, so Aliens, the second alien, uh-huh. the chick that... Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Aliens 3. I don't know. I was, like, real young. Uh, I had this chick that had that, like, exoskeleton suit or whatever. I'd bring that to life, and I had the Aliens. Man, I like. I would just honestly bring to life all of my toys that I had. So every single one. Yeah. Throw them all in there. Yeah. Like, you remember that big black toy box that I had? Uh-huh. Like, all that was missing was Captain Planet. I'd bring to life Captain Planet, too. That shit would rock. Sweet. And if I made anything about... with Because I had a lot of connects. Connects were my jam as a kid. Yeah. Those in the constructor, constructor kits, I played with those for years. Years. Anything I made out of those, I'd probably try to bring to life. I don't know if it'd work, but yeah, I'd try. See, this stuff doesn't come to life. Like yeah, neither does a TP. No, it didn't come to life, but it became real. Yeah, but it I was could like real fabric and like the real. But imagine deer if hide I, I made like one of them cars, right? You could get like a Connects car kit or something. Uh-huh. I was also that kid that took apart like all of my RC cars 
and like tried to hook up my the the circuit boards and stuff to other stuff. Uh-huh. So like, imagine if I put together like a, a Connects car and put it in there, would it turn into a real car? Kind of like a TP did, like it turned into a TP. I don't know. I didn't have one of these. Probably not. But I like my number one would probably be Captain Planet. Cool. Yeah. You. I had all the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle dolls oh, or I, action figures. Dude, I didn't have like any of those. That'd be cool. I always wanted them. That'd be sick. Dude, or that would, that would rock, dude. All my wrestling action figures in the ring. Dude, that's also awesome, <laughs> dude. Could you imagine? You just wake up to just Stone Cold, just just like <laughs> popping beers. <laughs> oh man, you just hear Road Dog and Billy Gunn. It's every 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 night before bed. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. I'll just be in my room, just like, the next bout, scheduled for one fall. <laughs> you want to eat, you want to eat, Rock? You better fucking get in that ring. <laughs> be awesome. Dude, I would be just as bad as Omri, but I wasn't, I, but I wasn't a piece of shit kid. But I would definitely be the Vincent K. McMahon of, like, wrestling dictatorship, like, yeah. You guys aren't going anywhere. Get in the ring and entertain me. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Get like... All their matches would just be a hell in a cell because I'd have a crate built that they couldn't leave. That's amazing. Dude, find... Uh, I don't think my sister had any Barbies. But like, go like f- steal some Barbies or something, bring those to life and fucking... And what? What them? Hold up. Hold up. If, okay, this is like going back to if I was like nine years old, uh-huh. ten years old. You know, Please, I'd, go on. You know, I'd be bringing Barbie dolls to life for what? Fucking strip that shit naked. Just look. <laughs> God, you're gross. <laughs> okay, tell me you wouldn't have done the exact same thing. You're a liar. I would have. <laughs> Thank you. Like I'm we, gross we, too. We keep it real here. We keep it real. <laughs> Anyone, if you're listening, you're a dude or something like a dude or a chick into chicks, <laughs> and you had one of these at nine, you would have done the exact same thing. Here's the real question, though. <laughs> what? Most toys, yeah, are built without genitalia. Yeah. So were they? Was he really a man? Okay, when it came to life, did he grow the parts? Yeah. Then yeah, I guess he's a man. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, like that's the question I'm asking you. I bet you he grew parts, because like, dude. So in their previous lives, they had like one of them had kids, right? So he definitely had a dong. That was the other story. That was the other life, though. Well, it doesn't matter. He still doesn't know what happened. Because they convinced the medic that he was in a dream when he's like, this feels like real life, right? Yep. And so I feel like if one of them went to take a whiz, they would have been, had a real crisis when they realized that they just had a bald ass (laughs) taint, you know? That seems like it would have been an issue. I guess that's fair. But I don't know why you would add that to a movie. I don't know. I just feel like it's uh, it's just implied. Uh, Do you have a rating for this movie? Yeah, I can think of one. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, if you already got one. On a scale <laughs> of one to a bowl of watches running up your arm, <laughs> how many watches would you have running up your arm? On a scale of one to a bowl of watches running up my arm, I'd probably be wearing... Seventeen watches. <laughs> You're giving this a lot of watches. I'm a little surprised. I mean, it's still really bad. Yeah, that's not that good. <laughs> not that good. You got one for me? Sean. Mitch. On a scale? There it is! One to a bowl. <laughs> of little Indians having heart attacks. How many little Indians would you give a heart attack to? Is it an engine? Engine? Yeah. Engine. I don't know if it's like a combination engine? of that and Indian. But I think it's engine. Engine. I watched it. Do you ever I, see I, I think it's tale? just. I think it's just like a slur, ing of Indian. Man, I feel so dirty. Indian engine. I don't know. I uh, I would I would give this movie uh, eight engines having heart attacks. Nice. 
Like, and, like, the more I think about this, the more it's, like, awful. Like, that whole rat thing that we just avoided, uh-huh. we avoided it because they built that the entire movie uh-huh. for next to zero payoff. There was no payoff for this entire movie at all. When they send the freaking dude into the floorboard to get the key, uh-huh. and the one second that he's getting chased by the rat, uh-huh. that's the payoff? <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Like, the whole movie... That was it. Uh-huh. Stupid as fuck. I hate this movie. I would like to give a quick shout out to Cowboy Christ. Bandcamp out. There's nothing else we can do. No, right. I feel like we're done. Dot <laughs> bandcamp.com uh, for the invention of Nerdy Thursday. That's our theme song. You can find him over at Twitch. He's glitchcant7. Uh, if you want to show him some support, some support, you can hit him up either one of those ways. Brian Betts, always coming in clutch. Love the logos. Love the website. Support him however you can. Just shoot him a quick shout out. If you give us a call, uh, let us know that you appreciate him because we do. Uh, he's been doing a pizza tour lately. I've been enjoying those pictures nice. of the pizzas. You see that? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. He's been doing that for like two weeks now. <clears throat> uh, I mentioned the website. You can find links to all of our social media. Like I mentioned earlier, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdy Thursday. Keep your eye on that. I'm going to try to figure out a way to get this uh, SNES classic out to one of you guys. I have mine already. I have it hacked, modded. I've got a couple of games that uh, I've been playing The Lost Viking on there, which uh, Stephen Michael, our number one undisputed fan, has been doing for his retro video game of the month club. You can find that on Facebook as well. Ton of awesome people over there chatting, having a good time. It's like a book club, but for video games. It's pretty sick. Uh, So yeah, keep your eye out on that so we can figure out a way to do this. But the way that's going to get you entered in, get some calls in, guys. 413-418-0076. 413-418-0076. Take the rest away if you could. NerdyThursday.com And? We also have a Patreon. Thank you. <laughs> you can find that at NerdyThursday.com Or you can go to Patreon.com slash NerdyThursday. <laughs> Dollars go a long way. We don't exactly do a ton of special stuff for that. We do do the second show. Uh, see you next Tuesday when we get out whenever you can. And I feel like we probably do enough of those to probably have filled out like one a month for the past year as an extra show. We like doing that. But, you know, Your the extra dollar. Memory. That was a dirtbag thing to say. What's that? Nothing. What did you say? <laughs> We do use we do use your guys' hard earned money. Yeah, to we put it straight into the show. Yeah, uh, whether bought, it be bought, content for us to talk about stuff we or some Pathfinder books, we're gonna play a game. Yep, of that. Oh we man, I can't wait to record. get that. Yep, uh, you're gonna fund that adventure that we didn't tell you what it is yet. Yep, that'll be cool. Yep, it involves water, shoes, and headlamps. There's wait. your hint. Yep. So that's not honestly that much money. So we like every bit that we take out of here, we like putting into the show in some way, form, or fashion. And uh, I'm really looking forward to that Pathfinder game. Some people like it. Some people won't like it. I don't really care. Like, we do this for fun. If you enjoy it, we hope you uh, keep listening. We love you guys. Never watch this fucking movie. It's awful. Trash. Like... Honestly, I don't think I've ever hated so much something so much in this in the show ever. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't. Like and it may seem like I'm like over exaggerating a little bit. Yeah. I never want to watch this movie again. You're welcome. Like when you, when I got home and you were here watch you were halfway through the movie, I'm like, please tell me you didn't just watch half of that movie again. <laughs> you did? You're sadistic. Guys, thank you so much. We love you. Till next time. <laughs> Keep it nerdy. Hee hee. Hee hee. And 1952, the world was a darker place. There were only six days in the week, not seven like we know today. And everybody walked around wearing clothes that were painted gray. And they were sad almost all the time. Back in 1952, there were six days in the week. You could never know which day was the one for you.
do. In 1965, somebody became alive and they had a great idea to make a brand new day. It was called Nerdy Thursday and it was a day for all the people across the world who played D&D and Magic the Gathering and had land parties and it was their very own day for them. The world was big and cruel and cold and gray and sad but Nerdy Thursday came up and made everybody glad Because after that they had a whole lot more stuff to do with their minds And they left the gray old square world behind Nerdy Thursday, you're the man, I hope you'll be my friend